0: Job chapter 13. Job continues, Still I will hope in God. Behold, my eyes have seen all this, my ear has heard and understood it. What you know I also know. I am not inferior to you, but I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to argue my case with God. As for you, you whitewashed with lies, worthless physicians are you all. Oh, that you would keep silent, and it would be your wisdom. Hear now my argument and listen to the pleadings of my lips. Will you speak falsely for God and speak deceitfully for Him? Will you show partiality toward Him? Will you plead the case for God? Will He be well with you when He searches you out? Or can you deceive Him as one deceives a man? He will surely rebuke you if in secret you show partiality. Will not His Majesty terrify you? And the dread of him fall upon you? Your maxims are proverbs of ashes. Your defenses are defenses of clay. Let me have silence. I will speak, and let come out of me what may. Why should I take my flesh and my teeth, and put my life in my hand? Though he slay me, I will hope in him. Yet I will argue my ways to his face. This will be my salvation, that the godless shall not come before him. Keep listening to my words, and let my declaration be in your ears. Behold, I have prepared my case. I know that I shall be in the right. Who is there who will contend with me? For then I would be silent and die. Only grant me two things. Then I will not hide myself from your face. Withdraw your hand far from me, and let not dread of you terrify me. Then call, and I will answer. Or let me speak, and you reply to me. How many are my iniquities and my sins? Make me know my transgression and my sin. Why do you hide your face and count me as your enemy? Will you frighten a driven leaf and pursue dry chaff? For you write bitter things against me and make me inherit the iniquities of my youth. You put my feet in the stocks and watch on my paths, and set a limit for the soles of my feet. Man wastes away like a rotten thing, like a garment that is moth-eaten. Job chapter 14 Job continues, Death comes soon to all. Man who is born of a woman is few of days and full of trouble. He comes out like a flower and withers. He flees like a shadow and continues not. And do you open your eyes on such a one and bring me into judgment with you? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? There is not one since his days are determined and the number of his months is with you and you have appointed his limits that he cannot pass look away from him and leave him alone that he may enjoy like a hired hand his day for there is hope for a tree if it be cut down that it will sprout again and that its shoots will not cease though its roots grow old in the earth and its stump die in the soil yet at the scent of water it will bud and put out branches like a young plant. But a man dies and is laid low. Man breathes his last. And where is he? As waters fail from a lake, and a river wastes away and dries up, so a man lays down and rises not again. Till the heavens are no more, he will not awake, or be roused out of his sleep, or that you would hide me in shoal, that you would conceal me until your wrath be put past that you would appoint me a set time and remember me if a man dies shall he live again all the days of my service i would wait till my renewal should come you would call and i would answer you you would long for the work of your hands for then you would number my steps you would not keep watch over my sin my transgression would be sealed up in a bag, and you would cover over my iniquity. But the mountain falls and crumbles away, and the rock is removed from its place. The waters wear away the stones. The torrents wash away the soil of the earth. So you destroy the hope of man. You prevail forever against him, and he passes. You change his continents and send him away. His sons come to honor, and he does not know it. They are brought low, and he is perceived, is not. He feels only the pain of his own body, and he mourns only for himself. Job chapter 15. Eliphaz accuses. Job does not fear God. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, Should a wise man answer with windy knowledge and fill his belly with the east wind? Should he argue in unprofitable talk, or in words with which he can do no good? But you are doing away with the fear of God and hindering meditation before God. For your iniquity teaches your mouth, and you choose the tongue of the crafty. Your own mouth condemns you, and not I. Your own lips testify against you. Are you the first man who was born? Or were you brought forth before the hills? Have you listened in the counsel of God? And do you limit wisdom to yourself? What do you know that we do not know? What do you understand that we do that is not clear to us. Both the gray-haired and the aged are among us, older than your father. Are the comforts of God too small for you, or the word that deals gently with you? Why does your heart carry you away, and why do your eyes flash, that you turn your spirit against God, and bring such words out of your mouth? What is man, that he can be pure? Or he who is born of a woman, that he can be righteous? Behold, God puts no trust in his holy ones, and the heavens are not pure in his sight. How much less one who is abominable and corrupt, a man who drinks injustice like water. I will show you, hear me, and what I have seen I will declare, what wise men have told without hiding it from their fathers, to whom alone the lands were given, and no stranger passed among them. The wicked man withers in pain all his days through all the years that are laid up for the ruthless dreadful sounds are in his ears in prosperity the destroyer will come upon him he does not believe that he will return out of darkness and he is marked for the sword he wanders abroad for bread saying where is it he knows that a day of darkness is ready at his hand distress and anguish terrify him, they prevail against him like a king ready for battle, because he has stretched out his hand against God, and defies the Almighty, running stubbornly against him with the thickly bowed shield, because he has covered his face with his fat, and gathered fat upon his waist, and has lived in desolate cities and houses that none should inhabit, which were ready to become heaps of ruin. He will not be rich, and his wealth will not endure, nor will his possessions spread over the earth. He will not depart from darkness. The flame will dry up his shoots, and by the breath of his mouth he will depart. Let him not trust in emptiness, deceiving himself, for emptiness will be his payment. It will be paid in full before his time, and his branch will not be green. He will shake off his unripe grape like the vine, and cast off his blossom like the olive tree. For the company of the godless is barren, and fire consumes the tents of bribery. They conceive trouble and give birth to the evil, and their womb prepares deceit. Job, chapter 16. Job replies, Miserable comforters are you. Then Job answered and said, I have heard many such things. Miserable comforters are you all. Shall windy words have an end? Or what provokes you that you answer? I also could speak as you do. If you were in my place, I could join words together against you, and shake my head at you. I could strengthen you with my mouth, and the solace of my lips would assuage your pain. If I speak, my pain is not assuaged, and if I forbear, how much of it leaves me? Surely now God has worn me out. He has made desolate all my company, and He has shriveled me up, which is a witness against me, and my leanness has risen up against me. It testifies to my face. He has torn me in his wrath and hated me. He has gnashed his teeth at me. My adversary sharpens his eyes against me. Men have gaped at me with their mouth. They have struck me insolently on the cheek. They mass themselves together against me. God gives me up to the ungodly and casts me into the hands of the wicked. I was at ease and he broke me apart. He seized me by the neck and dashed me to pieces. He set me up at his target. His archers surround me. He slashes open my kidneys and does not spare. He pours out my gall on the ground. He breaks me with breach upon breach. He runs upon me like a warrior. I have sewed sackcloth upon my skin and I have laid strength in the dust. My face is red with weeping and on my eyelids is deep darkness. Although there is no violence in my hands, and my prayer is pure, O earth, cover not my blood, and let me cry, find no resting place. Even now, behold, my witness is in heaven, and he who testifies for me is on high. My friends scorn me, my eyes pour out tears to God, that he would argue the case of a man with God, as a son of man does with his neighbor. For when a few years have come, I shall go the way from which I shall not return.